Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of the Toku Secrets podcast, presented by AnimeSecrets.org. We've been away for a little bit, um, you know, I can't remember the last time we did our last video, but uh, as we've mentioned in a previous video where all, where all of us here at the Anime Secrets talk about our future plans, we do plan to try to be a bit more consistent um, this year with putting out content in 2020 we really want to make 2020 our year am i right guys so um oh yeah yeah but so today we are going to be continuing our review series that we started in our previous video where we take a look at the super sentai series that aired from 2012 to 2013 tokame sentai go busters last Last time, we just simply took a look at the first 10 episodes to give like a pretty early thoughts on it. This time, we'll be taking a look at a few more episodes. And joining me for this podcast today is... Guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to introduce us. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oops. So, I'm Riz. And I'm Anthony. I exist. Yeah. The Cajun Indian and uh, whatever we want to, whatever Anthony wants his nickname to, to, to be. I so, don't know um, what to call him anymore. I don't know what to call myself either. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, you have... they call me the Chubby Chaser, but I don't know if that's appropriate or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't um, want to, I want to defend any, offend any of like, our like you know plus sized viewer listeners out there so yeah well anyway uh before we get started uh with talking about the uh content um for this you know we're obviously we start our uh videos off with uh the ranot section ranot is an acronym for randomly assorted news of tokusatsu i know it doesn't sound that clever but it's the best i got um so we've been away from Tokyo. We've been away for a little bit. So uh, obviously, the first and foremost thing to talk about is that um, there's a new Sentai coming out. It will be airing in March of this year. It is called, from what I can tell, I think it's called a uh, Majin Sentai Kira Major. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But um, it appears to be a bit, a bit of a magic themed Sentai, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, think, that's what I've been reading. Yeah. Um, I guess a new Magic Sentai. I mean, that's... Uh, I, I don't think we've, really, we've had a Magic Sentai in a while. I think Machi Ranger was the last one we had. So I guess it's about a good time to kind of take a look into Magic again. What do you guys think? Definitely. I'm down for some magical times, dude. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I like Magic. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, I mean, just the fact that we're getting, just the fact that the Sentai has been announced in general has just kind (laughs) of, is, you know, just kind of heartwarming for me because, like, like, I don't know, I've watched, like, several videos and I've just seen this stuff on Reddit about how, like, there was legitimate risk over, like, 
Ryu Soldier, that's the Sentai that's currently airing, was, you know, had to do, like, incredibly good or else Sentai would get canceled. Now, that's what I heard from, like, you know, those were just rumors. But on the other hand, um, my girlfriend, who lives in Japan, has said that, like, shows like Sentai are apparently never under threat for being canceled. So, yeah, it's just kind of a bunch of different juggling stories. But I guess, you know, my girlfriend probably knows more about that stuff because, you know, she actually lives in, she lived in Japan. So the whole homeland. So she knows all the deets. Yeah. Seeing as everything, see it's gone. Yeah. yeah. That, that was apparently the reason why they decided to do dinosaurs, though, for Rio Soldier, because apparently, like, dinosaurs kind of, you know, always guarantee by toy sales. I mean, Cure Uger was, like, probably <clears throat> one of the best Sentais that they had. I mean, I mean, we like Cure Uger as a series, but as far as, like, I toy have, sales and everything. I mean, I have the figures and the freaking, um, Zujin as the, um, as Cure Uger as my, um, as a figure, so, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, And, I mean, di- dinosaurs are just, like, fun in general to play with as, like, Mecha, so... Same. Plus, plus I mean, Cure Uger had the Judinchi toy gimmick, which... Definitely. I hear was... I hear what, that was probably just as popular as, like, the Ranger Key gimmick that Gokaiger had, so... Yeah, what... Anthony, you've seen Rio Soldier. What kind of gimmick did... Did, did they use a gimmick in, uh, so in their show? So their, their gimmick is they have um, these little keys that like they flip up and they either insert them in their wrist-batted morphers or they insert in their swords, which they use like a little um, to holster up. And they power up and they, and they form like a kind of like a armament type of thing on their arms. Mm-hmm. Like they give them different abilities and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, what I remember because I haven't I haven't watched it since since the debut of the Sixth Ranger, which is also another Gold Ranger. So, oh okay, I, I, I have to rewatch the watch it from start to finish again because I don't remember anything from that because <laughs> nothing really happened. In a lot of ways, it seems to be copying a lot from Pure Uter. I mean, the core five is red, blue, pink, green, and black, and the Sixth Ranger is a Gold Ranger with his secondary color being blue. I mean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like, but I guess Cure Uger isn't the worst Sentai to try to mimic. No, of course not. I just don't like repetition. That's the only thing about me. I don't like repetition. So, like, if okay, what's really weird though is like I'm I'm weird when it comes to this type of thing. Like, I didn't mind it when I was watching all the Target seasons that had like the same color scheme as the last one, but at least the gimmick was different. You know, that makes sense. From I think. Yeah, totally. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Um, from Lost Galaxy to, I think... Let's be, res- let's be Rescue. And even, uh-huh. time, and, even, and even Time Force, a.k.a. Time Ranger, had, you know, basically like the red, blue, green, yellow, and pink as their main five. All mm-hmm. those seasons, but I didn't mind it because they changed, at least they changed up the theme of what it was. Yeah. Here it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna get to the same one with the same theme, and it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. And it's interesting how you know we've just been talking about Rio Soldier because now, granted, it's only rumors, though we'll obviously know uh, later this year. You know, after Power Morphicon comes and goes, um, 
you know, there's rumors going around that Hasbro is going to be trying to adapt Rio Soldier next for Power Rangers, um, which I get, which I guess does sound good. I mean, I guess with like the Sentai's that they have left to adapt. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. I I don't want to see Power Rangers get adapted from Tokyuger. I I really don't want to see a Tokyuger adaptation. Um, who? I do. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. If, if they can do it right, Being hilarious. If they can do it right, hopefully, because like, okay, um, for one, if they can implement like the magical aspect of it, then it could work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, say for instance, their headquarters actually is the the train that they you know they fight in and you know travel. They can travel on different locations. This will give like the viewers like, hey, we're not just gonna be traveling staying in one town. We're gonna be traveling to different towns trying to you know stop the force of evil everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it could work. I yeah. guess it could. I I I'm just. Maybe it's just because I'm not too fond of Tokyuger, so... The only I mean, reason I, I... Only three characters, I don't like three out of the three out of the six. Well, it's like, it's like one, two, yeah. and three are terrible, but four, five, and six are fine. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so other than Tokyuger, um, they would hey. have... Uh, they've done the Ninja. They've done... Uh, what came after Nee Ninja? Uh, they have Zuoger, and then uh, I love Zuoger. I love Zuoger yeah. too. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I mean, but I don't know. Maybe they don't want to repeat themselves, seeing as they're technically already adapting. Uh, they're doing a Power Ranger series with animal themes. Um, yeah. And then you have Q Ranger, which I've only seen the first episode of that show, so I have to. Just my judgment. Just a fair warning: they add the Rangers like crazy. Like every episode, they're already adding more Rangers to the roster already. And it's that might. And then by like episode, I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all right now: by episode ten, there's already eleven of them already. Eleven of them already. Uh huh. At episode ten, yeah. I think it would be cool to see Hasbro do that though, because I mean, because I I really think that like. Hasbro, I feel like Hasbro does want to make some radical changes to Power Rangers to kind of, you know, bring back the, the brand name to like its, you know, to like its former popularity. So I'm guessing maybe Q Ranger would give them those opportunities. But I mean, but again, I mean, you know, this is just rumors. I mean, we're not going to know until Power Morphicon, you know, what's what series they're going to do next. Now, granted, right. um, now, granted, there were some people that did, like, a live stream earlier talking about how there's also rumors that, like, Power Rangers, like, now, I don't buy this. I don't think it's going to happen. But, like, they were talking about, like, the possibility of Power Rangers getting canceled or something like that, which, I mean, first of all, <laughs> I mean, Power Rangers has been canceled, like, how many times now? Like, I mean, this At is a show... Least- don't want to say two times they got they got canceled. I mean, this but is a came, show, but they, but they got renewed. It came back. So this is a show that you just can't kill, no matter how many times you try to kill it. Like actually, and, now that I think about it, it uh-huh. was three times because <clears throat> the first time they were going to end it was Pirates in Space. Yeah, that was originally going to be like the finale because mm-hmm. they got all Dis- stuff with Zordon. Then Disney tried to kill it with the uh, 
with um, after Wild Force. So that's the second time. Um, and then they tried to they tried to cancel it once after Jungle Fury, but then they had to do RPM. Then they officially killed it with RPM, but then Saban brought it back. So yeah, just I don't know. Yeah. Like Power Rangers just seems to be like that show. Like no matter how many times you try to kill it, it's always going to find a way to bring itself back up and become more relevant every time it comes back. So mm-hmm. I'm not really that worried much. Besides, I don't think Hasbro is going to. I don't think Hasbro is, would make such an investment to buy the Power Rangers franchise and then just only to like just let it die after they've only owned it for like what like a year now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I don't know. I just I don't know. I I think the to- I think people in Tokusatsu fandom just really you always have like those groups of people that just can't help but like have like this really doomsay sort of stuff. Like, you know, the end of, you know, Power Rangers or Super Sentai is nigh. You know, it's... And I, now, I was one of those guys at one point, but after a while, it just kind of got annoying, especially since it still hasn't happened. So... Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's... Uh, that's... Um, yeah, that was just something kind of interesting to talk about. Uh, now, now, we have mentioned Power Morphicon. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, we won't be, none of us will be able to attend Power Morphicon this year uh, due, to, due to some, uh, due to uh, different circumstances between all of us. Um, but we're hoping to um, attend in 2022 altogether. So um, now, obviously, that's two years from now. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, just check, check back with us on that in two years. <laughs> um, anyway, it'll be worth the wait. Maybe. Right. Hopefully. Um, now, with that said, uh, we can now move on into the uh, main subject for this. Um, we're going to be covering um, Go Busters episodes or missions, because that's what this series likes to call their, likes to call their episodes. Um, we're going to be covering missions 11 through 16 uh, since that since um, this kind of covers like a part of uh, debuting some new characters for this series. So um, the the first couple of episodes here is not really much to talk about. Um, episode eleven is sorry, mission eleven is all about um, Gorosaki trying to develop an alarm to help Ryuji um, stay alert of when he's going to be overheating so that, you know, he, so that he doesn't overheat and that activates his weak point. Since as you may remember, Ryuji has the uh, power of super strength, but if he uses too much power and overheats, then he basically goes berserk. Like he basically turns into the Hulk. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hulk. Um, Yeah. Not really much to talk about with that. Um, Episode 12, sorry, Mission 12, likewise, is just another um, filler episode where um, the Go Busters have to go undercover and they're taking care of a big actress from Hong Kong um, who apparently looks exactly like uh, Yoko since there's a threat for a Megazord, which (laughs) uh, the only thing I can comment on this episode is that this is kind of a been there, done that 
thing. Um, if you've watched Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, then you'll know that, uh, that, there's, that there's an episode literally with this exact same plot. Um, you know, that episode where, uh, where this um, actress who looks exactly like Kendricks gets hurt, so then Kendricks has to fill in for her. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they do same pretty scenario. much. Yeah. And, and, and that was the same plot in the Ginga Man episode, too. So this literally mm-hmm. is a been there, done that thing. Yeah. Um, now, um, missions 13 through 14, um, and this is where, you know, we kind of talk a little bit more about the story and um, hope, um, you know, um, you know, my, you know, the people assisting me here might have to do some talking because this is a little fuzzy in my head. But um, basically, uh, with episode 13, the plot is, is that um, <clears throat> the Go-Busters and their buddy Roids go to the zoo in an amusement park, and they discover that Inter is apparently planning something, but apparently their commander has disappeared without warning. Like, and maybe, like, do you guys remember more of the details from this episode? I do remember the fact that Inter was trying to use, like, trying to um, basically create a metaroid that could, like, with, like, is able to withstand. Um, actually, no, it was one. One of, he created one of them to um, take the attacks of the Billbusters, and then create another one to actually counteract those attacks because it, because you know it. It knows the those the abilities and moves of all of the what techniques has been hit on. So like the other one basically um, attacks the rest of them. Like you know, kind of like a um, one that 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 scans it and like is able to you know know what their moves are. The next one goes in for the final final killing blow. Mm-hmm. What I remember, it was the uh, the tube the the tuba. Roy, I think, right? Yeah, it's called yeah. Tuba. Yeah, Tuba Roy. Yep. Yeah. And um, and uh, part two continues the story where um, uh, Yoko, after she you know freezes because of her weak point, she gets captured by um, the uh, the uh, tub Tuba Roy and um, number two, yeah, number two, because the first one got yeah. destroyed. Uh huh. And uh. And, you know, Hiromu and uh, Ryuji have to go and save her. Um, but, of course, you know, and it's pretty much one of those typical stories where, like, one of the people gets captured. And then, like, the villain is like, you know, don't you, you know, try to, you know, stop me or else, you know, your friend's going to die. You know, yeah. it's one of those plot points. But um, And then you have, like, one character. That, and then they do want to save her. But then they're like, ah, but we got to save this instead of this. And then one character speaks out is like, what you guys don't care about your your, your comrade? You care about this more than that? And it's mm-hmm. like I get where both sides are are, are correct on this. Mm-hmm. On one hand, we don't want to, you know, give the, give the bad guys what they want because they would win if they have this. However, we'll be down a member of our team, which which we need to stop said bad guys. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, what do we do? We do we even we lose either way is what I'm trying to say. Yes, but um, uh, the the important thing that happens at the end of this episode, though, is that um, you know, 
you know, they defeat the Tubalor, you know, they're able to defeat the, uh, you know, Tubaroy too, and free Yoko. And then, you know, they continue to, you know, their day off. And this episode ends with the reveal of a gold go buster. Dun, dun, dun. And a buddy Roy. Dun, dun, dun. Right. <clears throat> right and, this is, and this is where we get into missions 15 and 16, which debut two go busters that. Um, sorry. Skills. Sorry about that. Um, I'm using a uh, I'm using an episode guide uh, to help uh, guide me through the episodes, and um, some random audio just started playing. Apologize for that. But um, anyway, um, these next two episodes basically debut two new characters for the Go Busters. Um, they are both um, they are called the Beat and Stag Busters, um, and you know, in a lot of ways, you know, they're kind of reminiscent of uh, previous um, previous. Uh, Sentai, um, Sentai duos. Um, they're both based on beetles. One based off of a rhinoceros beetle. No, he is not based off of a mantis. Uh, I still can't get over how, how ridiculous that was. <laughs> how does people, that look like a mantis? Other people try to defend it, and I'm just like, but why? Like, I, I get it. I get it. Maybe kids don't understand, like, but but I'm not gonna sit here and not tell my confuse my kid. It, it's one of those things where you where like yeah. if your if your kid goes into like a classroom or something like that tells you, oh this this is a this is a mantis, and they'll clearly laugh at him saying that oh, that's a beetle. Were you stupid? Like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm overthinking things too much. See, I'm overanalyzing <laughs> things. It's my problem. Yeah, like, stop that. <laughs> Okay, so gold is based off of a rhinoceros beetle, and silver is based off of a stag beetle. Um, you know, kind of reminiscent of the uh, Go Rider characters. Uh, you may know them as the Thunder Rangers from uh, Ninja Storm. I freaking, I freaking actually uh, like the Rogers better than like the uh, the Thunder Rangers. If you think, if if, if yeah, picky me, picky here, because I really like their story of how like they went from wanting to defeat and flesh kill the Hurricanes to become their allies later on. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. yeah, so do I, but you know, that's a subject for another video. But Definitely. You know, Anthony and I can talk about that later in a later video. But um, Oh, most definitely, dude. Yeah. Um, like, it's all up here, baby. Like, I can, mm -hmm. I can tell you all the stuff that happened in that <laughs> show. <laughs> okay, before we get too far off track, I'm <laughs> sorry, Anthony. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, now, the gold and silver, and then being a gold and silver duo is kind of reminiscent of the Go On Wings from Go Onger. Or, mm -hmm. the, or the Boom Twins from RPM, except in this case, they're both they're both male instead of male and female. I still somewhat like um, them better than like a few other characters that I. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love the Go on Wings, but <laughs> I'll yeah. talk about that in a later video. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so these two characters, um, so basically, Beat uh, Beat Buster, he's the gold one. Um, his name is uh, Masato Jin, and a uh, fun fact, he is actually a, this is actually yet another Sentai Ranger who's played by an actor who already portrayed a Sentai Ranger. Um, he was um, Subasa <clears throat> Subasa Azu, uh, Maji Yellow, and Maji Go Ranger. Yellow Thunder! Right. He God, was, uh, that guy. My favorite Maji Ranger of all time. 
Yeah, he's a good character. Um, yeah, for those of you back home uh, who don't speak Sentai, um, uh, you, you watch Power Rangers Mystic Force, he's <clears throat> Chip's counterpart. Um, <clears throat> so, this whole story... So, Masato Jin is Beat Buster, and Stag Buster is his, is his buddy Roid, who transforms into a into a um, alternate ranger form, and his name is uh, Beat J. Stag. And apparently, um, um, this is... I, I think that this is a recurring thing in the series, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but apparently B.J. Stag needs to be with Masato Jin at all times, because if B.J., if, if a J, and we're just going to call him J for short, um, if J is not next to Masato, he's unable to transform. That's true, right? Um, actually, <clears throat> oh, it's revealed. It's revealed later on. But um, so yeah, well, apparent- I'm, I'm I'm just talking about some technicalities with these characters, real quick. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So in this episode, um, what happens is that the GoBusters are. The, bu- the Go Busters are told that they will be meeting Beat Buster and Stag Buster. And they pretty much cross paths while facing off against a new, uh, one of Inter's newest roids. Uh, I think it's called the uh, Soji Killoid. Yep. And, <clears throat> and I could just say right now that, you know, I really enjoy um, Stag and uh, Beat Buster. Um, you know, they're both great characters. Uh, Masato's whole thing is that he's a scientist. Um, he uh, he's he was he was apparently an idol for Ryuji. In fact, Ryuji even once designed a robot as a teenager that he wanted him to judge. And Masato was really interesting as a scientist because you know he sees Ryuji's robot and he doesn't like it. And the reason why he doesn't like it is because it's perfect with no flaws. And he's more interested in robots with flaws because he thinks that, you know, perfection is boring, which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at this because, like, if you, I don't know if anybody has ever really watched the newer X-Men films that came out recently. Um, Magneto was all about perfection when he was talking to Mystique about her being like, oh, why are you transforming into your, your human form? Or you could just be in your blue form. You know, it's perfection. And they always mm-hmm. use it as a meme. And all like just use his face and have like some other picture of, of depicting up some other character. He'll go, "I want the real one, the real one, perfection." He's like, oh, "He's the anti-perfection." He's like, "What? How dare you?" <laughs> I just, I just find it interesting how this Sentai takes a jab at how being perfect can be like one of the biggest flaws ever, and <laughs> yet. <laughs> In future Sentai's, the Red Ranger will always be like this perfect person who can do no wrong. And it's like, <laughs> did nobody watch GoBusters and realize that that can be a huge fun? You know, and I'm looking at several people, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at you, Takaharu from uh, mm-hmm. Ninja. Or <laughs> look at, look at you too, Lucky from Q Ranger. Yeah. So I just found that to be a really interesting thing. Um, and, you know, and there's also this running gag throughout the series where uh, Jay will get in front of uh, 
Masato and then Masato will like, you know, push him away or like hit him on the head and be like, hey, don't cover me. Get out of the way or something. So, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm going to spotlight. Yeah, I like, the des- I like the designs of their suits, too. Yeah, yeah. They're- and also, I mean, their weapons are swords, and I'm a sucker for swords. So I really like Masato's freaking jacket. It just looks so good. Yeah, I want it that. does. I want, I want that jacket. I love that jacket as well. I was like, can I cosplay him? You, you, y'all, <laughs> yeah. man, go ahead. <laughs> He's pretty cool, and he's an engineer, so it fits. Yeah. But do you see perfection? I wonder. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I am perfect. Okay, then. <laughs> well, all right, then. So, um, pretty much this whole uh, debut story arc for um, the two is that, uh, well, it... In mission fifteen, they assist the Gobusters with defeating one of the one of Inter's newest um, one of Inter's newest roids. But then they shock the Gobusters by stealing the truck full of Inetron for themselves. Yeah, basically. I mean, going, Bye. <laughs> yeah, so you know these guys are already kind of like anti-hero. Well, I, I don't know if you could call Jay an anti-hero since he's really just following what Masato Jin is doing, but. Masato is definitely an anti right now. Yeah. So, um, and the next episode, apparently, um, it's discovered that these two new Go Busters, um, you know, the Beat, uh, we'll just call them, you know, the Beetle Busters, since they're both be- based off of Beatles. Um, they apparently originate from hyperspace, which for uh, the which um, I don't know if we ex- if we explained this in the previous video. But um, apparent, but like um, hyperspace is like the area that the Messiah rules over. It's basically like this post-apocalyptic like area that the Messiah has already destroyed, and it, it's basically part of like the real world that's already been taken over, right? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, and yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, the net. You know, it's all about you know the. Go Busters learning about having to trust these new bus these new busters who are apparently trying to get Inetron for themselves. And uh we also uh get a look at um their mechas for the season. Um Masato uses a BC uh his vehicle is called BC04, which is a crane truck that can that has its own warrior form and can also transform into a rhinoceros beetle. Yes, it is a rhinoceros beetle. It is not mm-hmm. a praying mantis. <laughs> Sorry. I cannot, li- I cannot live that down. No, I'm just as mad as you are. I, I have the toy. Uh, I have these toys here. There is no way, even as like a six-year-old kid, that I think that's a praying mantis. Now, now would I like to see a praying mantis zord? Absolutely. Of course, that, that thing would be amazing. Like, you know, like... Like, give me, give me a Power Ranger Zord that looks like Scyther from Pokemon. Oh, that but, would be awesome. But this, ain't, this is not a Praying Mantis Zord, and I'm not going to shut up about how it is so obviously not a Praying Mantis. They're going to make kids look... It's like they're making kids... Gonna, 
how do I explain this? It's like they're gonna make kids seem dumb for like not figuring it out. Like, oh, like yeah, oh, this is a rice beetle. Like, they don't, they don't have to pronounce it correctly. Just know what it is. Like, that was the case. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna confuse kids later on. They're like, this is not a mantis. This is a beetle. Like, what are you doing? Now, now, a big thing about Masato here that's all revealed in this episode is that. He was one of the few scientists that was left in hyperspace. And some of the other scientists that were left behind were um, Hiromu and Yoko's parents. Um, you know, and of course, Hiromu and Yoko want to you know, figure out what happened to their parents, but Masato doesn't know. And it's also revealed that, much like Inter, Masato is technically an avatar. Like, he's... Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it's, re- it's really hard to explain, like... His real body is being like preserved as data in hyperspace, and he's only appearing physically as an avatar in the through, in through the Jay. world with the other ghosters. Yeah, through yeah, through uh, through Jay. Mm-hmm. Because Jay has like the is basically was built to basically holster um, the avatar uh, Jin. So whenever mm-hmm. Jin quote unquote dies, he can just you know. Um, Jay can just, you know, boot, boot up, activate another one, and bam, he's right back to normal. Yep. And the he's, same go, go for Enter, because we find out that Enter is also a avatar as well. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's really cool is we, how we found out about it was the fact that, like, um, Jin was about, well, actually, no, Kiron was about to get hit with some missiles, and then um, Jin got in his way along, and he took himself along with uh enter and they both blew up and they're thinking like oh this is the end of enter already like and then no mm-hmm. he just came back they both came back like, yeah was nothing. like you're not gonna beat the main villain like that series uh, that easily exactly yeah so yeah that about uh, wraps up the story part that we're gonna be covering for this so um i think the best thing to talk about here is that um you know, you know, let's just talk about, you know, these new uh, beaten stag busters for a little bit. Um, you know, um, we, we can't go into as much detail because we don't want to spoil anything that may come up. But um, I would say that I personally enjoy beating uh, beaten stag busters debut because I think like, I don't know, like, yeah, you know, I kind of mentioned this in my uh, Tokyuja review, how. Every sixth ranger debut story always seems to be like the exact same. Like, you know, the first episode, they come out of nowhere and they have their powers. Next episode is all about them trying to join the team. And then the third episode, which is usually the one that also debuts their mecha, is the one that kind of revolves around them like having a, having an issue with some random member of the core team, you know, like, like, you know, like, for example, you know, guys debut in Gokaiger, you know, first episode, we meet guy, he already has his Gokai silver powers. Next episode is all about the Gokaigers accepting him as a member of their team. And it also abuses his mecha. And then the episode after that, it's all about him having some random conflict with Don, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. And, and mm-hmm. you, you can basically rinse, lather and repeat that formula for, several sixth rangers like i know uh it, it was the case for like uh mega silver um 
Yeah, um, Mega. Yeah, I think um, Mega Black was not had had an issue with him. Yeah, yeah. I I think Mega Ranger was actually the first uh, was actually the first uh, Sentai to employ that formula. Mm-hmm. Um, um, as much as I love him, I think Boken Silver kind of did that a little bit. Uh, yeah. But I but I but I give some exceptions to Boken Silver for reasons that I'll talk about I at some point. I do like the fact that they took the time to debut Boken Silver because it, like yeah. you know for reasons we know we know why we know why but we're not going to tell them until we get to that to that review. Yeah, but I th- I think this yeah. uh, you know I think that this uh, debut story though is uh, you know it's obviously like I I really enjoy these characters um, and. We'll see more of like some of the reasons why I like them, and you know when we take a look at future episodes. But what I really like is that um, Masato is a bit older than the other Go Busters, so he has like so he's almost kind of a of a mentor to the characters. Yeah. Though he um, because and and you know them you know him being a scientist you know. Uh, you know, he, he does have a pretty good relationship with Ryuji. And plus, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just think that they're both, you know, they're both really funny characters with how they work off each other. And, you know, I think I would probably put them as like another example of comedic Sentai Sixth Rangers done right. Yeah. Like the only other person that I can think that actually did that good was that uh, Ginta from Shinkinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, Riz, what are your thoughts on um uh, on a uh, beaten stag so far? Honestly, I think beaten stag had one of the better sixth ranger is. And I use the word is here because they're not really sixth rangers, right? They're like fourth and fifth. But the idea of like them being like the auxiliary ranger that comes later, I think their story did a lot better than some of the others mm-hmm. that I've seen. Because uh, I didn't really care for um, the Tokyuzer one. Fucking hated Ninenzers. Um, yeah. I don't actually think I saw Zeozer's six. No, I did. I did. I liked him. He was decent. Yeah. But at first, I didn't like these him, guys. He grew on me a little bit. He grew on me, yeah. But these guys, I think they were from the get go pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, I personally like them. And I yeah. think the way the story is, the only complaint I would have is some of the execution was a little questionable to me in that we barely had them on screen like for maybe 20 minutes before we already know, oh, hey, here's their deep secret of how they're here and how they're not like in these sub-dimensions or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has been dragged out a little bit more just for the drama. To add some more suspense, some more bickering back and forth, but yeah, maybe we could add it later. Especially with like the the head buddy relationship between Red Buster and Beat Buster, yeah, because they were throwing hands all throughout this episode, and I'm just like, wow, this is actually really good. Like, mm." and I think you know, um, I mean, I guess looking back at like when I first watched Go Busters, I I probably enjoyed. enjoyed watching uh go like i think beaten stag you know really made me like go busters a lot more because i mean as we pointed out like 
before beating Stag came after, you know, like, like if you, if you take a look back at our uh, first video, it's like the first six episodes all had a pretty decent story. And then it's like, but then after like, you know, we got the debut of Go Bustero, then it was like filler, 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 nothing really happened. And then like beating Stag Busters debuts kind of added some much more, much needed story. And, you know, the story, the story is going to get a bit more interesting starting, uh, starting after this. Now I don't want to spoil anything because, you know, Riz still needs, you know, Riz needs, it, I don't want to spoil anything for Riz, but yeah, yeah this, is a, this, this is, is a, this is a quick thing for the audience. Um, I'm watching it as we podcast. So like three days before each podcast, I'll watch like the 10 episodes or the five episodes or whatever we're podcasting about. Mm-hmm. And then we'll discuss it because I want to give like the perspective of, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Whereas these two know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to live up to that. <laughs> yeah. I think that about sums up, you know, the, um, the content for this one. Uh, you know, I know that this one is a bit shorter since we're not covering as many episodes, but um, next time we'll be covering quite a few because um, the next, you yeah. know, the next, um, the next video that we do is going to be where, you know, we start talking about where the story kind of starts to expand pretty, pretty big. So yeah, definitely look forward to that one. But um yeah. You guys got any Unfortunately, other, uh, this one had a lot of... Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Riz. I was going to say, unfortunately, this segment of episodes we did watch carried a lot of filler and yeah. just kind of like random stuff going on. So, mm-hmm. honestly, I wasn't fully invested in the filler episodes. Like, I was kind of mm-hmm. watching and I was like, okay. Eh? But the minute we started doing the... uh debut of stag and beat i was like okay mm-hmm. now we're going somewhere good i like this yeah so let's see where we go you got any uh closing remarks you want to give anthony um i also definitely enjoy these two like these guys were like the the pretty much the game changers of go busters even though i still enjoyed the series so series because of the characters and like the the action scenes like mm-hmm. this actually made things a little more interesting. Okay, like we got some, like some, yeah. some chick things up. You know, I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah, that about uh, wraps up for this. Um, I want to thank everybody. Uh, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you're listening on iTunes, thanks for giving us a listen. A um, couple of closing remarks. Um, for starters, um, um, as we mentioned in the previous video, we're going to be uh, we're actually going to be uh, Riz and I, and you know, and you know, Anthony is of course welcome to, uh, you know, be part of this as well. We're going to be launching a new podcast series called. Uh, we're kind of giving a working title for it called the Millennium Falcon. We're not ready to reveal Classified. that name yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Then. Yeah. It, it'll basically be a Star Wars related podcast, and I'm you know the pilot episode, which is done by yours truly, will be released pretty soon. But um, yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys will check that out, um, especially if you're big Star Wars lovers. Like, I'm pretty sure all three of us here are. Um, well, I know Riz is. I don't know about Anthony, but uh, oh, I'm definitely a um, Star Wars fan. I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan. I'm more like a casual. Oh. Fan. Like, okay, this is nice. Like, you know. Okay, that's good. 
Yeah. Uh, next time we'll be covering Go Busters. We'll probably be covering quite a few um, episodes. I think we'll probably go up to like maybe at least, uh, maybe like at least I want to say thirty because you know there's going to be a lot of story here and it's gonna it's gonna be difficult to uh, find a cutoff point for that. Uh, we're hope we will hopefully be able to post that video in March, seeing as this will be our February video. So, yep, um, yep I th- we thank you all for checking us out. Please remember to follow us on Instagram, check us out on Facebook, and all those other, you know, social media moments. And, um, you know, if, you've, if you're watching this video on YouTube, give it a like, subscribe to us on YouTube, maybe leave a comment down below if you like this video. And with that being said, uh, we are the Tokyo Secrets Podcast coming at and we are here to hopefully give you content on a consistent basis here in 2020 this will be our year we are intent on making that clear for all our fans but until that but until next month we will see you guys may the power protect you see you